Hello and welcome to TMG Unfiltered. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are two market girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog. And this is our podcast where we talk about things like veganism, how we make our recipes for our blog. We talk about trending news topics. And on this episode, seeing as it is the beginning of October, we are going to talk about fall. Fall! Or autumn, if you're not American. Or if you're British and you're feeling very autumnal. <laughs> Channeling Zoella. I just wanted to say autumnal. <laughs> okay, but first, let's do the news. This is Plant-Based News with Kat and Dev, bringing you their unsolicited opinions on the stories and scandals taking the vegan world by storm. Hello and welcome to the news. I'm Devin. And I'm Catherine. Today making news, Miley Cyrus's Cannabis Cafe. You can now smoke a joint while eating vegan nachos at Miley Cyrus-backed Cannabis Cafe in California. Now, I didn't read this article, but I did see it all over the internet. Okay. Did I send it to you? You did, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize I had sent it to you. I thought you had done this. No, you did this. okay. So, the Cannabis Cafe will open a first-of-its-kind eatery where cannabis can be consumed with food in West Hollywood. The new eatery, which counts vegan singer Miley Cyrus, comedians Sarah Silverman and Chris Rock, and music producer Mark Ronson as investors, will feature a menu of edibles infused with cannabis. That's like an intense amount of investors for a restaurant. Yeah. So it's called Lowell, Lowell Farms. I think it's Lowell Farms, which will not serve alcohol, will offer a tableside joint rolling service carried <laughs> out by flower hosts or bud tenders <laughs> and charges a $20 tokage fee if customers choose to bring their own cannabis. Oh, so, it's like a corkage fee for wine. Exactly. So is it just smoking? You just smoke pot and eat food? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's you just not do that at home. What, but you want someone else to make the food for you, and oh, okay. the food is also some of the food is infused with weed. Oh, right? okay. So, so there some, is f- pot in the food. Okay. Yeah. So you can have a joint, or you can get an edible. Okay, that is, I think, the, different. The most different part about yes. this. Okay, cool. Yeah. So a full food menu that pairs with the cafe's smokables includes smokables. Veg- <laughs> vegan options such as nachos topped with cauliflower and cashew-based cheese. They don't mention any of the other menu items. So it's the solo vegan option. Yeah, I think... I don't know if it's a vegan restaurant or not. I don't think that I don't it, think is. it is. They just have vegan menu items. I think that... So this is an article from Veg News. Yeah. And I think it was just like, you can smoke a joint and eat vegan nachos. And Miley Cyrus approves of this. And Miley's vegan, right? That's Yeah, that's something yeah. we should be talking about. It's clickbait. Yeah, and yeah. you fell for it. Yeah. I mean, I didn't read it. I just sent you the link. <laughs> I'm going to have to vet Catherine's content more thoroughly from now on. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's just in passing where I'm like, it's I use I send you the links almost as a bookmark. Ah. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, this has this is interesting. It's got people. It worked. The clickbait title worked. It did. Yeah. It did. And this really takes uh plant based to a whole new level. Yes. Because they're putting extra plants in um, the plants. Yeah. Okay. So like the idea of like smoking while eating, I don't think is that special. But the idea that there's edibles is cool. Mm-hmm. It's very uh, Amsterdam. Yeah. Right? 
So, like, that's going to be a very smoky room. Actually, they say something at the end of the article that um, they've installed a top-of-the-line ventilation system mm. that relies on charcoal and air-filtering plants. Now, um, is top-of-the-line ventilation mean... really reliant on air-filtering plants? I was going to say, are they just putting a lot of plants in the restaurant? Is that top-of-the-line? Like, yeah. Hey, like, I'm... when you think top-of-the-line, you think technology. Yeah. Which, that's not technology. Oh. Least in the like first thought. No, I'm just picturing but a lot of plants on the ceiling, which actually in the picture, there's a lot that's of plants. Literally, yeah. what I'm looking at. So, like, huh. is that what their ventilation system is? It's all. It sounds like a very natural restaurant in so many ways. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not something I'd ever go to. No, I mean I don't smoke pot, so well, that's why I was confused. Why you're so excited about I this have, article? <laughs> was I excited about it? Well, no, just because I just sent, sent you the link because it's news to talk about. That's fair. Um, uh, yeah, no, I will never go to it because I don't smoke pot, so there's no point. Do you think that a lot of people associate weed with veganism? I have no because idea. Because I feel like in the past, veganism had like a real hippie I was going to say, I feel like pot is associated with hippie. And if people hippie. associate veganism with hippie, then yeah. I guess by relation, yeah. they're associated. Yeah. I guess. But I think the broader veganism is becoming the less that's becoming like a common association yeah i also think the more veganism is out there and the more things like beyond burger and all that kind of stuff people less people the less people are thinking about veganism as health and hippie and all that kind of stuff which is great yeah but on the other hand i would you could say that pot is also becoming less associated with its former stereotypes, right? Yeah. Because it is, like, now it's legal in Canada. Yeah, so like it's legal in a lot of places Everybody now. can smoke up. And mm-hmm. you don't have to be, like, a hippie or a stoner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... So maybe together they're both yeah. just... Speaking. And the whole medical marijuana industry is more popular. What a time. What a time to be what alive. What a time. <laughs> Um, so let's move on to our next article. This is another one that Catherine sent, but I, I feel like this one is less clickbait. Which one is She's it? looking at me like she has no idea what she I don't she remember sent. how many I sent you. Catherine, it's about the edible underwear. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I don't remember sending anything. That's what you get for not paying attention to what you said. <laughs> I mean, I didn't remember sending that, so I was right. But if anybody knows anything about some vegan, vegan edible, edible underwear, underwear. <laughs> Devin's in the market. That'll be interesting. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm in the market. Devin's in the market. I'm just saying. Devin's in the market. <laughs> <laughs> like to do a review or to get a sponsorship. Devin wants it all. Devin's gonna do a test kitchen with edible underwear. Wait, am I gonna cook the underwear? No, you're gonna cook while in the underwear. <laughs> I don't even know how I edible mean, underwear would I work. I think the video would do well. I think it would do so well. It might also get demonetized. Yeah, definitely. Uh, anyways, I'm so sorry. <laughs> We're not talking about edible underwear. We're talking about every single New York City public school banning oh, right. processed meat. Yes. So this is an exciting one. For sure. Yeah, I saw it from uh, the girl, the sh- Chloe, who started by Chloe. Mm-hmm. She was part of the like, mm. she was one of the speakers to okay. the city, mm-hmm. I guess, about in like in defense of no processed meats. So that's how I saw this one. Again, <laughs> read the article. 
Oh my god, I am so sorry. We are gonna. It was a busy week. It was. It was. Yeah. We're gonna. I, a lot of times, like if it's too busy to read it right away, I'll just send you the link and hope you read it. Maybe. All I do is make sure I save the link where we can find it later. <laughs> okay, we're gonna we're gonna get better at this. Yeah. But uh, a New York City Council adopts a resolution that will remove. I almost said Bologna, but I know <laughs> it's baloney, but I just really like saying Bologna. Bologna. Hot <laughs> it's dogs. Like saying Oreo. <laughs> exactly. Um, they banned, or sorry, they removed bologna, hot dogs, salami, and other processed meat from the public school menus. Ah, oh, salami. The initiative was spearheaded by Brooklyn Borough President and Vegan Eric L. Adams. So Adams is quoted as saying, We cannot continue feeding our children substances that are scientifically proven to increase their chances of cancer later in life. We must food we must food, food. our kids. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is rough. We must feed our kids nutritious meals that will nourish their bodies and help them perform better academically. Kids want to be healthy and strong, so let's help them get there by feeding them healthy meals. I wonder if this is like all processed meats. So like What do you mean by all? Like cuz like bacon's a processed meat, not that they're necessarily serving bacon, but literally that's no deli meat. Mm-hmm. That's They no, include like, pepperoni in this so list. So like no pepperoni pizza. Yeah. No um deli meat sandwiches. No hot dogs. No. Like that's a that's literally the entire I assume school menus of most schools gone. They have to change a lot. And this is also coming um, back in March. 1,700 New York public schools served uh, meatless meals on Mondays. That's awesome. Yeah. But, like, that's amazing that, like, New York... New York is, like, from what I've noticed, not that I pay a lot of attention, but, like, New York seems like one that's not afraid to be the first to do things. Mm. And it's really cool to see. I think, like, New York and California. LA. Yeah um it's really cool like that's such a cool thing to do like i like the idea of not necessarily banning meat yeah because you know that's maybe not realistic exactly especially Especially in today's society but like banning the meat that is so heavily processed that it's no longer even like good for you like there's no longer healthy properties to it um so it's cool that they're doing that and that like i don't know what that means for certain things like can they make burgers freshly ground burgers I, that's what i'm wondering too like i don't we're know learn like i don't know enough about processed meat and what exactly yeah. like i know obviously the i know deli meats processed i know bacon's processed yeah. all that kind of stuff but like is normal just like ground beef processed at all i don't know I mean, yes and no. It probably is processed, but not in the same ways as deli yeah. meat. So maybe not in as harmful of ways. Yeah. So, so it's like, okay still. Yeah. So I wonder like what they're going to make now. Yeah. I'm very curious what they're changing their menu to. Mm-hmm. Like what is affordable and what's doable for um, cooking it in the quantities and that like, they do. And that kids are actually going to like and eat. Exactly. Right? Because like there's no denying it like when you're a kid you love hot dogs you love deli meat salami pepperoni Mm -hmm. like when you're adult you still love that stuff heck yeah so like finding those products that kids are still going to eat but that doesn't feel necessarily too healthy where they're like oh what like too drastic of a change Mm -hmm. it's gonna be interesting Mm -hmm. did you eat a lot of deli meats when you were in school Mm, i ate a lot of salami yeah like salami cheese and crackers was like a pretty Mm. common uh lunch um but i was like more of a tuna person like a tuna sandwich person oh, okay uh but salami was the main one salami or ham 
not I, really turkey or chicken or anything okay. like that never bologna because it's so gross <laughs> i don't know i had a weird like i liked bologna but i rarely ate it like it's so gross it's and so it's so gross. weird but there was just something about the taste that maybe it was nostalgic or something maybe. But I just would want to have a slice every once in a while. But I was a sandwich person in yeah. school. And I would kind of like eat the same sandwich for a few months at a time. And they'd be like, too, no, yeah. I got to switch. So just be a different deli meat. Yeah. Uh, mine was, mine switched basically between, our main one was like salami sandwiches were like the main sandwich. I don't like ever really remember a different deli meat. Like salami was just universally liked in my family from, between all the so kids. Good. So like we had salami sandwiches a lot or salami cheese and crackers. Right. Or tuna sandwiches for me. Like, I went, like, months just eating tuna sandwiches yeah. for lunch. So. Yeah. Those were, like, my main things as a kid. I think, yeah. I don't... I remember sandwiches being a very big part of my life. Me too. And I'm, like, I'm kind of surprised. Like, I feel like it's not brand new information that processed meats are really bad for you. Yeah. And my mom was usually pretty good about yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, you're surprised that your mom let you have yeah. that stuff that often? Yeah. Yeah. But maybe she just like gave up. She's like, I can only fight I mean, so many battles. I was gonna with say, you guys. like, there's one of the like, especially when your kids are being sent to school. Like, you don't want your kid to not eat all day. Yeah. So it's like finding that balance of like, this is. I know my kid's gonna eat this. It might not be as healthy, but maybe I'll also send carrots with it or whatever. Yeah. Well, what's interesting now though is I don't like find myself wanting a sandwich with deli meat because like there's right? vegan alternatives. I could be having that, and they're equally not as good for you. Yeah. Just the way that. Yeah. Uh, meat processed meats processed are. meat processed meats are, are. <laughs> what happened to my brain um but i don't find myself wanting that because it doesn't feel like a real lunch to me right? it Anymore. feels like a fake food that you're not supposed to eat yeah no i know i agree like whenever like i'll make myself sandwiches here and there like that sal- baked hot yeah. salami sandwich oh yeah like i'll make them here and there but for the most part, like, I don't, they don't really feel like a meal anymore. Uh-huh. It's weird. Like, wraps feel more like a meal with, like, um, vegan chicken or uh, falafel or yeah. something like that. Like, that feels more like a meal now than, like, a salami sandwich. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just doesn't satisfy me as well anymore either. I don't know if it's that or if it's just I feel like it's too unhealthy or it's also, like, not the cheapest. Yeah. No, no, no. Thing to Definitely buy. So. Um, but I did want to try and get back into like this is a thing like I love tuna sandwiches as a kid yeah and I used to be able to eat it like for months at a time same lunch every single day but chickpea tuna I can't get into the same way like I'm no. sick of it after two lunches I had my I had a good streak with chickpea tuna but I I don't find myself wanting to go back to it anytime right? soon it's weird yeah. I palates change man <laughs> like I don't know if like if I wasn't vegan now I don't know if like if it would be the same thing like yeah i just can't eat the same thing for months at a time anymore i don't know i could see that for you yeah yeah it's cool to see that they're making this change yeah hopefully other areas will follow suit yeah okay yeah go ahead so we're gonna move on to another news topic yeah now this is a little reminiscent of last week's topics because we talked a lot about burgers oh i know and now we're I talking sent you about this one right yeah you sent me this one as well i actually read this one okay good the whole article so this is about a hybrid burger it's the most confused i've been in a long time yeah it's a pub burger that is half beyond meat and half beef um okay so it's from uh brew dogs which is i think a uk based yep. brewery yeah that's turned basically into like a chain restaurant mm-hmm 
Um, I think they have U.S. locations, too. I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, they made a... Like, it's one patty, but mixed in that one patty is half Beyond Meat and half just regular beef. Um, okay, so this is... At first glance, I was the most confused I'd ever been. I was like, why? <laughs> like, I just... I don't understand what the point of this is. I was reading Twitter replies to it because a lot of people are also confused yeah. and don't get it. Um, but on the other hand, so I was talking to my boyfriend about this and he's like, I kind of think it's a good idea because for those people that don't want to make that huge leap to Beyond Burgers right away, where they're like people who are still holding on tightly to, you know, I want to eat meat, but like, I kind of also want to reduce my beef intake. It's kind of a cool middle ground where like, you're still getting a burger that I assume tastes like, I don't know what it would taste like, but like you still probably get meaty qualities to it. But you're only using half the beef now instead of a full patty of beef. So like I kind of get it from an environmental aspect Mm. where it's like you're reducing your beef intake. Not completely. Yeah. But like halfway when you have this one burger. So like I kind of get it. But it's also like I don't know how many people would actually buy it. I don't know either. Do you think that it also is for the people who think that a vegan patty doesn't have the same like nutritional like i don't like because i know with beyond meat everyone talks about oh the protein is there you're getting the same amount of protein but there's still people who are like no 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 it's not the same nutritional value as a beef patty mainly i think the beef industry saying that but those are people yeah (laughs) (laughs) um i don't like this is like i don't know know who this burger is for yeah so i'm like i figure like if you're at a point where you're like, I want to do something better for the environment. I figure you could make the sound judgment be like, I'll just eat a Beyond Burger. Like, yeah. I feel not that like, I just feel like if you're at that point where you're like, I want to reduce my beef intake. I want to help the environment a little bit more. You wouldn't have an issue eating a veggie burger. Like, I don't think you would need that half and half. Yeah. So like, I don't know who this burger's for. And I don't know if a lot of people are going to buy it it's confusing it's got it a also lot going on really too. confuses me that it has vegan cheese on it because i don't get the point of that if it's not a vegan burger but i guess reduced dairy intake too that's cool yeah like it's cool that they chose to do a vegan cheese but i don't know i wonder if they'll still serve like a hundred percent beyond meat burger there because yeah. like i want that vegan gouda cheese on oh i know also like going back to the burger it's got a matcha bun and i'm just confused by it yeah the bun is bright green green. like bright green that's a lot of matcha and then there's crispy onion straws which sounds delicious yeah and a potato roasty yeah what's that i think it's like a patty it looks like a potato patty yeah but like that's a lot going on that that it is a lot of like it sounds conflicting so many like i can't imagine matcha going with beef i don't know it's just a weird combination maybe it's delicious i don't know but yeah this whole burger thing like so did you read the article at all yeah okay so like i was reading it and like they did mention like it's for the people who want to reduce their beef intake but like they never once mentioned the environment or anything like that so like i could understand if they're like hey this helps you reduce your carbon footprint yeah all this stuff but they're not advertising it that way they're advertising it as 50 percent plant-based 50 percent beef based (laughs) so i just like i don't know if there's actually people who are like yeah that's the burger i want why if you are someone like that okay if you have heard about this or you're just hearing about it now and this sounds like something you'd actually enjoy 
and you're listening to our podcast, please send a voice message and explain to me why. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, a, I'm not trying to say you shouldn't like it, but I just want to hear from somebody who actually thinks they would order it realistically order it not who thinks it's a cool idea or who thinks it's a good idea who would actually order this over a beef burger or a 100% plant-based burger I honestly feel like for a person who still want feels like they need beef in their life the matcha bun is gonna turn them off right? more like I don't know much about brew dogs you don't know matcha about <laughs> I don't know much about them so I don't know how creative their menu is this mm. sounds like a weirdly creative burger yeah it might be delicious i mean they have test people for that i assume they think it's delicious but it's when you read what's in it it doesn't sound appetizing yeah to me so they actually said like they responded to a tweet and they said we've seen a growing demand for alternative proteins and we already stock vegan friendly options in all of our bars but we wanted to do something for flexitarians people looking to cut down but not totally stop eating meat but this is the thing. To me, a flexitarian, which, like the approach, yeah. cool. To me, a flexitarian is somebody who sometimes is going to have a vegan meal, sometimes they're going to not have a vegan meal. It's not people who I want half vegan, half I have hybrid meat. meals. Yeah. It's not um, someone... Most meals are hybrid meals because <laughs> you have veggies and yeah. then you have your steak. So, like, it's not... So, like, to me, it's the person who eats mostly plants but occasionally wants yeah. non-plant stuff, doesn't want to restrict their diet or anything. Right. To me, that's what a flexitarian is. Yes. Not agree. someone who looks for half plant-based, like not for someone who looks for 50% plant-based, 50% meat in their meals. Oh my God. It's like a hybrid car. <laughs> like I can't, oh no, I might be one of those people. <laughs> that would get a hybrid burger. <laughs> yeah. Cause I would get a hybrid car. Cause I would be afraid to commit to like all electric. I think it's too soon oh, for that. Oh, okay. <laughs> huh. Maybe you're one of those people. I guess it's for those people who can't commit oh but like i don't know i want to hear from someone who actually legitimately wants to order this burger i'm not gonna lie Catherine. i don't think they're listening to our show i don't think so either <laughs> but um it's an interesting approach it wasn't taken well most people think it's a weird idea think it's pointless yeah which like i think you should just have a beef burger and have a vegan burger like i don't understand why you need the half and half but i like but again, I also get the other side of like, yeah. this is someone who just wants a meaty burger, but like also wants to kind of reduce their meat intake. Like it's like that baby step into Beyond Burger. And fact, I don't know. The fact that they do have vegan friendly options, I get it more. Why? I don't know. Because like if the menu was all um, omnivore stuff yeah and then there was a hybrid burger i'd be like what <laughs> but since it's like omnivore and then it's so like it's herbivore and then there's like <laughs> here you go but yeah i want to know if you are not vegan in listening to this podcast let us know if you would try this burger ignore the matcha bun pretend it's a regular bun <laughs> like let us know if you would try a hybrid patty okay that's all i need to know okay thanks bye <laughs> uh talk we- to you later <laughs> We have one more thing on our news. Did I send you this one? List. No, I Thank put God. this one in. You didn't it's, send this to me either. No. Okay. Billy Eilish, 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 uh, William Eyelash, <laughs> <laughs> and Woody Harrelson versus climate change in new Woo! video. So they were on SNL last weekend yeah. or a couple weekends ago. Something like that. 
And they basically teamed up together and put together a video where they tell people to give up meat, dairy, and plastic for the planet. Meat, dairy, and plastic. Yeah. Do you want to see it? Sure, yeah. I feel like you should see it before yeah, I we should, talk yeah. about it. And maybe I'll insert some quotes. Our Earth is warming up and our oceans are rising. Extreme weather is wrecking millions of lives. From California to the Amazon, our forests are burning. We are in a climate emergency. We cannot let this happen on our watch. History shows us that when enough people rise up and demand change, those in power have no choice but to act. And doing what we can to live in a greener lifestyle, like cutting out meat and dairy in your diet and reducing plastic use. After all, it's the only home we will ever have. Woody Harrelson, please come on our podcast. I didn't realize he was a long-time vegan. Oh, yeah. He's been vegan forever. I am so out of touch. He's like one of those... Uh, he's like Joaquin Phoenix. The oh, two yeah? of them have just been vegan for so long. They're like quiet vegans, you know? I respect that. I relate yeah. to that. Um, That's a powerful video. I know. I really enjoyed it. And like, I think the pairing of the two of them really hits all markets. Because mm-hmm. like, young people like uh, Woody Harrelson. But like, he's more of like an older generation of yeah. people. Yeah. And Billie Eilish is very much teenagers and she is a early 20s. Yeah. yeah. She's like the millennial Gen Zs. Yeah. Is that there? Millennial Gen Zers yeah. type category. So that's cool. I know. I, I think you're right. That it is an interesting pairing to have talk mm-hmm. about an issue that does apply to everyone. Yeah. It's really cool. I think it's interesting to see almost a shift in the climate change conversation recently Mm -hmm. because I feel like in the past it was always like, oh, don't pollute and recycle to save our planet. And now it's like, yeah, those things are true. But actually, if you change your diet a little bit, you can make is change your diet. That's a huge impact. And then plastic. Yeah. Yeah. No, like I love that we haven't stopped talking about, you know, uh, using electric vehicles or hybrid vehicles or whatever, like. I like that we haven't stopped talking about that stuff, but that we've shifted focus to something that we have kind of a little bit more control over. Yeah. Like, I think most people, obviously not everyone, but I think most people have more control over what they eat versus the kinds of cars they have access to or travel they have access Mm -hmm. to or travel they can even use. Like, not everyone can bike everywhere they go, you know? So, like, I think food is almost one of the easiest and most controllable aspects of people's lives like it's hard to get over habits yeah but like i think it's the easiest one to control compared to the others for sure yeah and even compared to plastic Mm -hmm. like reducing your plastic is really hard there's the like easy switches like use a reusable water bottle yeah but like in the grand scheme of things it's really hard to avoid because almost everything is wrapped in plastic if you're not just like even produce is wrapped in plastic yeah so (laughs) But that makes it difficult because you're like, oh, I'm eating more plant-based diet, but all of my plants are coming in plastic. So (laughs) I'm doing half good job. Yeah. So like, obviously not everything is 100% possible. I obviously still buy a lot of plastic. I'm trying not to. It's difficult, especially even just from a cost perspective. Yeah. Um, But like, I think reducing your meat and dairy intake is something that's very easily controlled because it's also not a huge investment to make the switch like have if you have a car ready making a switch to an electric car is a huge investment oh yeah and like making those like those bigger things are really big investments and figuring out how to all of a sudden stop buying processed foods that are in plastic is a huge i think that's harder to overcome than 
stopping meat and just eating like veggie based meats yeah. and things like that so i think it's honestly the easiest to easiest access for most people and the easiest to control like obviously slip-ups are fine guys but like i think it's the easiest one to start with yeah and i think when it comes to climate change like the biggest thing people feel is overwhelmed yeah and that they can't really do anything to help because they're one person yeah and like okay i can recycle stuff but is that really going to make a difference or they don't really know where to start but if you cut out meat and dairy like once a week that's a change Mm -hmm. that's such an actionable change especially if you're like the person who cooks for your family yeah and all of a sudden you're like so if you have like two kids and a spouse like all of a sudden all four of you are eating plant-based for two days a week yeah like that's a huge difference Maybe we're biased because we already eat plant-based, but I just, I feel like it's such an attainable change. If you're, if you recognize that climate change is a serious problem. And you want to do something about it. Yeah. If you want to make even like the slightest change, just start there. That is somewhere you can start. Like I'm all for reusable cups and uh, glass straws and all that kind of stuff, but those only go so far. Yeah. You have to eventually start thinking of other ways to reduce. And I think eating more plant-based foods is the easiest way to do that. Mm-hmm. Not saying eat completely plant-based, like don't go vegan. I mean, <laughs> that sounded weird. Go vegan if you can. <laughs> um, like I'm not saying go vegan, but I'm saying introduce more vegan foods into your diet. Yeah. And like like make it almost like a fun game. Like, like if you're just like, I want to try a new cuisine, a new vegan meal every monday or whatever it is or something like that try like make it your experiment night where i try something new but it has to be plant-based or whatever you know what Um, also makes this difficult is the fact that there's still also like counter arguments to even that because something like almond milk like producing almonds takes so much water this is yeah so this is how i approach things is that you can't be perfect yeah everything requires something and some kind of strain on the environment. There's no perfect mm-hmm. food out there, but there's always a better food. And like start with almond milk. And, you know, eventually when you get used to drinking a non-dairy milk, if almond milk's your first go-to. Don't then start move- with almond milk though. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people start with almond milk, but yeah. I don't think it's the good, best one to choose. I choose soy milk. I think it's a drastic with. change. Yeah, I like. I think soy milk's the closest to dairy milk. I can't tell the difference anymore. Between soy milk and dairy milk? Yeah. Yeah. I think soy milk, because it doesn't really have a taste. Like, I think you can taste the nuts in that I constantly milk. think that I'm drinking milk. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. No. So, like, like, even if it's a slow change, like, switching over from eating beef to chicken. Like, chicken's still not good for the environment. Yeah. It's still animal agriculture and still all this. But, like, it's better than beef. Yeah. And doing that until, okay, maybe now I'm going to do a tofu night and the rest chicken and all this kind of stuff and like making those slow changes Mm -hmm. as long as you're making a change in some way and consistently making changes like consistently trying to better yourself there's nothing wrong with them being small changes uh like you hear a lot like there's a lot going on where it almost kind of feels like you have to go vegan or the planet's going to explode like it's like people are very urgent now and like i get why but if that's not possible for you don't overwhelm yourself yeah start somewhere small yeah Yeah. and like along the lines of the debate of like veganism being good enough and like is it a big enough change there's a really great podcast called science versus Mm -hmm. and they'll take an issue and they will 
put it against science instead of just like what are people saying yeah. about it and they've done two episodes one is um science versus veganism okay the other one is science versus um non-dairy milks so this is a very new podcast um no no i think it's a couple years old but they've done so many topics oh, they've done two based on like veganism yeah yeah, yeah. okay that's yeah what there's meant. two Got episodes it. okay we'll link them in the show notes actually because i found them really interesting i haven't heard of it so i'm gonna go listen they to do it. like in the non-dairy milk one they talk about like the environmental impacts of soy milk of rice yeah. milk of yeah. almond milk and they say like yes it is damaging yeah. but when you compare it against dairy milk yeah yeah then it's still better. And when they talk about veganism, they talk about, oh, the B12 problem. And they talk about the environmental impacts. Yeah. And they compare it against like the omnivore diet yeah. and break it down. And it's, I just really like the way that they looked at the issue. It's purely science. There's no arguing against it. This is literally science. <laughs> it is. And it's not necessarily, necessarily conclusive. Yeah. But it does give you a good sense of where science yeah. stands with these issues. Yeah. So I highly recommend listening to those episodes. Yeah. Something that I like to think of is like better is still better. Like yeah. you don't have to be doing the best option of everything right away. Yeah. Better is still better like it's literally in the name just because it's still bad for the environment like when you just look at just that yeah. look at the whole picture and be like i used to be drinking dairy milk but now look how much i've saved just by switching to almond milk or whatever it happens to be do you remember what was the best milk for the environment was it oat mm, i was i thought it was soy was it soy? but i forgot about oat because like oat people keep talking about how oat requires so little water and all that stuff but i don't like i've never actually looked into yeah. the science of which one's better i just know almond milk requires a lot of water i'm not gonna lie it was a few months ago when oh, i listened okay. to this episode so but i'm gonna listen again because i want to remember yeah yeah so like better is still better like yeah. it's fine one vegan meal a week is still better than nothing and better is not a bad word like you're allowed to be better than you were before you don't have to be all of a sudden the best, best. ever yeah, yeah um so yeah so thank you woody and uh <laughs> thank you for listening to our ted talk <laughs> billy for inspiring that ted talk yes <laughs> no yeah i really hope like i i like hope this is one of those things that sticks around that like like people seem motivated and passionate about it but you know like things have happened like that in the past where they seem motivated then all of a sudden people forget about it yeah. right so i hope it's not one of those mm -hmm. i hope it sticks around and people keep talking about it and people keep doing something about it i know we're gonna keep trying to decrease our plastic uh -huh. i keep trying to like so i forgot my water bottle the other day and i was so thirsty like i was get, i'm one of those people that gets headaches if i don't drink enough yeah. water so i was so thirsty i was like i need water there's not really water fountains around. So I went like to the grocery store. They actually had a glass bottle of water. So I was like, it was much more expensive. But yeah. I was like, okay, I feel like I can't since it's offering. Like there is that option there. I can reuse this bottle. So I bought the glass one instead and felt way better about myself. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, there's no way I can't drink water. I don't want to buy plastic. What are my options here? Yeah. But yeah, and now I have a cool glass bottle to use. So... <laughs> All right, that's going to be it for this edition of In the News. It was longer than I thought it was going to be. Very much so. Yeah. I'm Devin. And I'm Catherine. And that's the way the plant-based cookie crumbles. All right, we don't have a lot of time to talk about fall. No, we'll just do a quick little talk on fall. Um, I don't like it. <laughs> I love it. I am in my elements. I feel so good to be wearing sweaters again. feel so good that cranberries are coming into season. I feel so good that pumpkin cans are like a nice purchase now. 
I Everything's am great. having a full-on allergic reaction. I got sick this week. <laughs> I always get sick when the season changes to fall. I never. I become the happiest person in the world. I'm already tired of being cold. I am not. I This week, I legit thought about plugging in my electric blanket. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it too soon? It's too soon. It's not even zero degrees yet. Well... I, I am, figure if I'm still drinking iced coffee. Yeah, you're fine. That's your own fault. I'm fine. Um, I'm so, so into fall fashion. I'm so into fall food. I'm so happy. So happy about everything. I don't know. I just like, why do you enjoy sweating? <laughs> <laughs> that's a very personal question. It's just, it's summer. That's when I think of summer, I just think of dripping in sweat. That's what I think of when I think of summer. And I, that doesn't appeal to me. I think of being outside in the sun and not having to wear like four layers. Yeah, but you're not wearing four layers now. You're right, but I'm missing one layer. If I wanted to go outside and be comfortable, I'd have to put my jacket on. That would be three layers. Okay, but you're wearing a tank top as one, so that doesn't even count. Yeah, and I could barely be outside today without being cold. You saw it earlier. Yeah, because you're wearing a tank top I'm and a thin sweater. I'm still in denial. <laughs> But as I'm saying, if you like dressed appropriately, Devin, you could wear like a long sleeve shirt with a sweater and I think you'd be fine. That seat, that seems excessive. It's the oh first week goodness. of October. I don't want to be dressing like that. I Do you not like remember that October when we were younger that it used to snow? I know that. <laughs> this is a blessing. <laughs> there's no snow yet. Stop. I know there's snow in Calgary. I feel so I bad for them. I love this season. This is my favorite season. It's when I feel most alive and most motivated to leave the house, to do things, to work, to everything. I love holiday baking. The holiday season is great. Love baking. Love everything. Love comfort food. You know what else I don't like? Me? No, I love you. <laughs> but I don't like when you talk like this. <laughs> I don't like how it's so dark in the morning and it's getting dark earlier. I don't know. I feel more relaxed when it's darker. Huh? I feel more relaxed when it's what? darker. I feel cozier. I like those vibes. Ugh, no, but those vibes also make me think, oh, okay, I should go to bed. Oh, they don't make and me think And I shouldn't that. get out of bed in the morning. They don't make me think that. It's, I feel like I started hitting snooze by accident a lot more recently, <laughs> and I think it's because it's not getting light I out. think it's because you're sick. No, no, I don't mean like this week. I mean like two weeks ago no i love it i love when it gets i also love that it gets dark earlier because then my lights on my patio turn on oh. earlier and it's so cute out there i don't know i don't mind like i the sun isn't like the most important thing in weather for me i love uh, overcast days when the sun's not here i am grateful i'm sorry we're such so different we're so different so different the sun I don't gives know. me life like I, I feel like most people are on your side of this but like i just really like like i like rainy days i like overcast days i like fall days i just i don't know i feel i like feeling cozy i don't like feeling i'm gonna die i have no more clothes to take off i'm like i'm still sweating i have no more clothes to take <laughs> like, off i am naked right now and i'm and I, so uncomfortable and i'm still sweaty like i don't know i just don't like that i feeling. love it <laughs> i just like i can't i was i was meeting you somewhere i can't remember and i came back and i was talking to hutch and it was one of those nights it wasn't quite as cold it was uh -huh. maybe like five degrees warmer and i was like i don't understand who doesn't like days like this i was like running around it just gives me so much energy i know 
I don't know. We're just so different. It's because for me, being cold, and I know it's my fault that I'm cold because I'm not dressing in 50 yes. layers. Sorry. Okay. I don't dress in 50 layers and I'm fine. No, but I would need to be in 50 <laughs> layers to be fine. Maybe you should also start drinking hot coffee. Not not yet. <laughs> and even when I do, I'm still going to be cold. So what does it matter? You also have to start wearing hats. Can you just... That's where your heat leaves through your head. Okay. But just... Like being cold is so energy draining. I don't know. No, it, it is. It's science. Okay. okay? If I'm like, like shivering and my body is trying to stay warm, that's where all of my energy is going. So I don't have any energy for anything else. I also I know it, this is my own fault. I also see the opposite too. Being too hot is very energy draining too. You're right. The problem is whenever <laughs> we debate this, we debate in the extremes. You're like, exactly. if I'm sweating... I'm well, dying and I'm like if I'm shivering almost every I'm single dying. day of sweating every single day of sweating <laughs> every single day of summer I'm sweating like I get so hot so quickly I just like also it's probably because I probably don't dress appropriately for summer because I don't uh, like summer clothes like I would much rather yeah. be in a flannel or something like that I don't wear flannel in the summer yeah but like I don't necessarily wear shorts every day in the summer right. I wear them very infrequently so yeah. like i think we have the opposite problem uh-huh. you don't dress appropriately for fall yeah i don't dress appropriately for summer we're both so unhappy we, we experience the extremes much sooner than most people would <laughs> we're so stupid <laughs> why do we do that to ourselves i don't know <laughs> but yeah no i just love fall this is my season this is everything i love it i think i also do this thing every year where i'm like this this is the year I'm going to be okay. I'm going to buy more. <laughs> I should just stop at that. I'm going to be okay this year. No. What I mean is I'm going to buy more layers and more sweaters so I can enjoy this so-called sweater Maybe weather. you just need a better jacket. Have you been talking to my friends? <laughs> I am your friend. I'm one of them. Why? Who says you need a better jacket? Just other people say that I don't dress appropriately. I mean, your jacket is pretty thin for winter, for Canadian winter. <sighs> I think so. Okay. I think you need okay. a better jacket. You know what? I think You've I- also had the same jacket for a long time. It's probably worn down. Oh, like what? Four years? That's a long time. Okay. Um, Apparently, I'm going shopping. Please uh, I- contribute to our Patreon so I can afford <laughs> this. I don't remember another jacket of yours. Are you sure it's only been four years? i don't know (laughs) i just remember that green jacket that's it yeah i don't think you dress appropriately because you probably still wear tank tops in the winter accurate is no i stop eventually you need to start owning turtlenecks i do oh i love turtlenecks they're so cozy i just so like you know how many sweaters i have like i have probably like 50 sweaters already i just bought new ones too i have a problem well you like sweaters i bought this beautiful white crop sweater so nice so nice that's nice yeah okay i'm gonna go shopping (laughs) i think you should i'm going to get a heated sweater (laughs) i think that might be dangerous it's a thing don't spill anything on yourself oh no (laughs) i'm sure that it has been created to account for spills so when you're so it's winter oh no and you've got your layers on. Make it stop. I assume you're not spending a lot of time outside. You're probably inside as in your office. As little as possible, yeah. Are you still cold at your desk? Probably. But aren't you cold in the summer too? Yeah. So, I mean, what's the point? I live a you're very sad life. You're cold all the time anyways. This is, yeah, but at least in the summer, <laughs> when I can you go, go outside. outside and like 
have some happiness. We're There's just, no escaping it in the cold. We're just different people. Yeah. The only reason I don't wear sweaters in the summer is because I would probably literally die. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would get heat stroke and die. <laughs> I also just like I want to eat soup and I want to eat lasagna and I want to eat all these comfort foods that don't feel right in the summer. I just really don't want to stop drinking iced coffee. I don't really like iced coffee, so I don't have the same feeling like, towards it. I am dreading the day I have to order a, a hot coffee. See, this is also where we differ. I can't wait till I can start ordering teas and like hot chocolates again. I love hot chocolate. Whatever. Like there's not really ice drinks that I like. Iced coffee is so much better. Like most ice drinks that I would like, like teas and stuff, have too much sugar in them. And I don't like that. Um, so yeah, fall's great. I want to know how many of our listeners are fall people. Oh, I don't hear any. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all about the fall. It's my favorite season. Although I do feel like, at least here, the transition between really hot weather, we didn't really have like, like Like we went from really hot to all of a sudden it's sweater, almost jacket weather. No, literally this past week on it was was like boiling on tuesday i wore a dress and then the next day you wore a jacket friday i was in a sweater so like that's the one thing that i don't like about fall at least here in toronto is that like it's so short it's very drastic like i still consider this fall weather but it's cooler fall weather like there is slightly warmer fall weather that's really nice to have we just don't ever get a lot of it yeah like we don't get a lot of those like 15 to 20 degree fall weather days and I wish we did. Yeah, I could deal with that. Well, of course, because it's still freaking hot. Oh my gosh, I'm trying to like be supportive. Twenty degrees here. is hot. Not hot. I think it's hot. I remember someone was saying that. Uh, I was like ten, twelve degrees, sweater weather. I love it. And she's like, "What sweater weather is like eighteen, twenty degrees?" It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> are you wearing sweaters when it's twenty degrees though? Because I think you might have a temperature problem. <laughs> 20 degrees can feel different. It depends on the breeze yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So. I get it. I get it. Some 20 degree weather is sometimes sweater weather. I For get that. Sure. If it's rainy. Okay. So I think this concludes our fall conversation. It was yeah. just a nice chat about. Yeah, learned a lot about we myself. We had the exact same thing last year. Oh, probably. Fall versus summer. Neither of us have learned anything. No. I don't know. I just don't. I think my problems with summer are nothing you can solve. And your problems with fall and winter are nothing I can solve. I think we're both just going to hate those seasons. So I shouldn't bother going shopping then? Great. I know. I mean, you still need to be warm. Right. (laughs) That's still a thing. Yes. I just don't think you'll ever, no matter how warm you are in the winter, I don't think you'll ever like winter or fall. I think you're right. That's what I'm saying. Oh, well. Good talk. (laughs) I wonder if you could find like a heat fan you can bring (laughs) carry around for yourself. That's just really obnoxious. Like I still have my dignity. (laughs) (laughs) Do you? (laughs) can't even get that sentence out (laughs) it's there somewhere (laughs) okay let us know who's a fall person who's this well who's like hot summer weather who's cooler fall winter weather i want to know i like it hot leave us a voice message let us know why also like i don't know where everyone is that they listen so maybe you don't even have hot summers maybe you don't even have winters yeah i don't know 
All right, we're going to talk about the weather, I guess. Yeah, weather. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be it for this episode. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Google Play, leave us a rating and a review because it helps our podcast grow. We also have a Patreon account, which is a community that helps fund the work that we do. And in return, we give them some extra content. They help decide which recipes we do. We give them recipes early. If you're a TMG mukbanger, you get exclusive mukbangs once a month. They're a hoot and a half. (laughs) Big fan. So go check that out. We'll leave a link in the show notes. And that's going to be it. Stay warm. Stay, Stay cozy. Cozy, as they say. As and they drink say. iced coffee for as long as you can. No. Okay. Hot chocolate.